Hello, lovelies. So this coming summer, my husband and I are going to be celebrating our 20th anniversary. That's 20 years together. So not married 20 years because we got married later on, but 20 years together. That's a huge, huge milestone. So I was thinking about what makes us such a successful couple. And if you've listened to any of the other podcast episodes, you will know that the beginning was rough. It was a rough few years, not because we didn't have passion or love, but we were still pretty young and it was kind of toxic and destructive. So it was this dance between toxicity and this deep passion. It was odd, but that was many, many years ago and probably at least the past decade to 15 years has been really, really wonderful. And I was talking to a client the other day and telling him that like every year our relationship gets better. So we don't deteriorate. Like things don't get worse each year. We get better. We fall more in love. We get more intimate. We explore each other more. We get to know each other more. We experience new things together. Like we just get better and better and better each year. And so I was thinking on like, I know a thing or two about being in a long-term, successful, happy, healthy marriage because not everybody, you know, gets to have this. So I was thinking about what we've done that has made our relationship so successful. And this can apply to anything really Well, no, I take that back. This is really with your intimate partner because there is an aspect to it that you only connect to your partner this way rather than like a friend or a sibling. So some of these relate to relationships in general, but mostly what I'm going to share relates directly to your intimate partner. So whether you're in a relationship, whether you're struggling, whether you're thriving, whether you desire a relationship, because that's the other thing that I have found most people, most humans genuinely are looking for connection. They're wanting a partner. They're wanting someone to share their journey with. So to know that I, not only do I have that, but we've been able to like weather some really rocky storms. We have three beautiful children together. So not only are we just like in a successful relationship together, but we are successful parents because when you have children, that throws your relationship into a completely different dimension than it was prior to you having kids. You now have little human beings that you're responsible for. So there's a whole new element that you have to navigate because you're going to have a certain way that you want to parent and they're going to have a certain way, right? You have different beliefs and different opinions and different perspectives and you have to navigate that together. So this is even bringing to light that my relationship is even more successful than I realized because we have that parental element. Like you can be together long-term and have a successful relationship, but be together long-term and have children just amplifies the success. So I, I'm even more proud of myself now that I'm talking about this. So I'm going to do another episode going over the parental stuff because 
I'm a really good mom and my husband's a really good dad. And we have created such a beautiful, safe, supportive home for our children. And that was very intentional and we've done it. So there's a lot of gold and gems there that I want to share with you. If you are a parent or want to be a parent, I can provide you so much value in that area. So mental note on future episode to create regarding the parent, but this one is going to be the secrets of a 20 year love affair. And I want to be an example of a relationship that gets better and better every year, because in general, my life gets better and better every year. So why wouldn't my marriage, why wouldn't my relationship with my kids? So the fact that it gets better is very intentional, very on purpose. And the way I choose to see and live my life, my husband also agrees. So we've talked about it many times and this isn't on my list. I'm going to share five ideas with you, but I have heard this and I think it might be from Abraham Hicks or another source, but they mentioned like that this idea that there should be about every year or so, you know, maybe when you celebrate your anniversary, you go over your marriage that past year. And do you want to recommit to that person? Because I'm also a huge supporter of separation and divorce. I feel like first off, it's none of my business what someone else does in their relationship. So I have zero opinion, zero judgment on whether someone stays together, whether they break up, whether they divorce, like and get, whether they get married or whether they live together, but not married, like all that. Like I just, it's so far away from like anything that is e- is my business. It's just a personal choice. So I just want to set the record. This is just my, my journey that I share from, but I'm in full support, uh, that a person does whatever is right for them. Like I, we've been close to divorce a couple of times and I was all about it. Like I was like, let's do it. Bye. And it just didn't end up happening because again, right? Some of these elements I'll talk about, we've been able to navigate like really tough times, really tough times. Our daughter was in an accident that was traumatic, right? There was infidelity, there was drug use, there was alcoholism, Um, you, you know, like we've been through some shit. We've been through some shit. So I want you to understand that like we're two humans navigating this and we've been able to do it well. And Let me get to the first one because, you know, I can get all over the place. I have so much goodness to share and so much value. So we're going to jump into the five things. And I'm sure there's a bunch more, but this is really what came to mind was the first thing that's like so important, a safe and supportive environment. And that's, we didn't really have that in the beginning. That was something we were able to create for ourselves later on. So we have this window in the beginning that was really toxic and destructive, but that kind of all came to a head. And then we were able to lay down like new foundation, new roots and build something really strong. This, this incredible foundation, which we've been able to add on each year. So that foundation is rooted in safety and support. Like we provide my husband and myself for each other, we provide a safe space for the other one to be themselves. And then we also are extremely supportive. And I would probably say that my husband is more safe and more supportive than I am. It's actively something I have gotten better at over the years. And I don't know if it's this collective like female idea of like, we need to change our man. Um, and I have been deconstructing that 
because never once has my husband ever, 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 ever asked me to change or be different. Like his unconditional regard and respect and honor for who I am and the wild, messy, powerful woman that I am. Like he just, he's been such a model and a leader for me in that way. Never, ever has he asked me to be different or change. But I would do it all day long. You need to change this. You need to do this. You suck at this. You like, <laughs> yeah, it was bad for a minute. Um, it was bad. But anyway, I got my shit together and, and we've been able to create this beautiful, beautiful thing where we are safe together. I can, I feel safe in his presence. I can share with him. I feel safe being with him, sharing my feelings, telling him my dreams. Like it's very, very safe, both physically, emotionally, spiritually. And then, you know, my husband will say the the same thing that he can feel safe with me and around me and sharing with me. And then that supportive aspect. I am ridiculously ambitious and creative and driven. And my husband is so supportive. It's insane. And I constantly thank him. I have so many ideas and we're going this way. We're doing that. Oh, nope. We're turning here. We're going to do, you know, like it just never ends. Listen to my podcast. You can, you just listening to me for like 20 minutes. Imagine like being married to me. Okay. (laughs) Like he's so supportive of whatever idea, like, oh, I'm going to build a business. I'm going to leave this job. I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn yoga. I'm going to teach these classes. Like it's just nonstop with me. And he's a thousand percent supportive. And I feel in my own unique way, my husband is not the way that I am, but I am supportive of what he desires and the things that he wants to create in his life. So foundation number one is safety and support however that looks right what feels like safety and support to me may be different to you but that's our kind of secret sauce foundation because then you can build on top of that if you don't feel safe in your relationship uh it's not going to work as much as everything else could be like really good safety is foundational it's survival based right so you have to feel safe within your relationship and i think that side piece is also like it's really important to feel that you're supported in your emotions and your desires and your thoughts and your, you know, the things you want to change and who you want to be. And like, you have to feel safe and supported. That's my personal perspective anyway. So we'll move on to the second one. I am growth driven. My husband is different. My husband plays a completely different role. And that's one of the reasons why we work so well too. My husband is a very grounding and steady energy for me. I am very fly high all over the place, change my mind, switcheroo, intense energy, right? Like he's solid and rooted and grounded. He feels very much like a steady, solid like tree, right? So I can like, I'm like the kite if we're going visual, right? But my kite is tied to this tree. Like that's how it feels for me. So I'm constantly growing. And if my husband was not growing, we would not be together. I'm a really big believer in you both have to be growing. It does not have to be the same, right? I, my husband is into any of the things I do. I get into yoga and breathing and kundalini and manifestation and visualization. I'm a hypnotherapist for heaven's sakes, right? Like my whole vibe, my husband does none of it, none of it, right? And there was a brief moment where I was like, no, you need to get on board, right? You need to be more like me. But I was able to, to get my head out of my ass pretty quickly on that and realize like, I don't, I don't want him to be like me. I want him to be like his own self and do his own thing. So 
the thing that makes us work is my husband keeps up. It never is the things I'm doing, right? He never went to yoga. (laughs) He never did breath work, right? Like none of that, but there's parallel growth. And that's been really crucial, especially if you're married to like a powerful woman like I am, you, you know what you're signing up for. Like you do. And he's game. Like he's always kept up in his own way. So we've grown in like a parallel journey versus not the same journey, but there's still growth. And he's been able to upkeep. Like I'm constantly into spiritual development, personal development, literally that's my life's work. It's who I am. And then I'm able to move that into a profession, into a career, right? Where I support other people in their development, their growth, their evolution. Like it is the fabric of my being. And I couldn't not be this way. And he grows in his own way and he expands in his own way. And he's good with that. And I'm good with that. And so this may not be a key component for everybody, especially like personality based. This is just for my marriage because of the way that I am. So it's crucial for me and people like me that you have a partner that will keep up with your pace because otherwise, you know, I'll leave you in the dust and I'll find somebody that's more in my realm, right? In my pace. So my husband has always been able to keep up. And this leads me into the third one too, because there has been points where I felt he wasn't keeping up and that caused rifts in our relationship. And the third part of our success is being able to have difficult conversations. This is crucial. This one is, I think, expands to all relationships, not just intimate relationships, but it is important, especially for a marriage. You have to be able to have difficult conversations with your partner, conversations that you don't want to have, conversations that you would rather run away and hide from because most people do. Most people avoid difficult conversations because they're uncomfortable. Absolutely. It makes perfect sense. But if you want a rock solid, healthy, happy, successful, thriving relationship, you better get comfortable with having difficult conversations. So in the moments where I felt like he wasn't keeping up and it was going to cause a big enough rift that like, you know, it's not going to work, right? We're going to separate. We were able to have those difficult conversations. And then this comes back to piece number one, that safety and support. You can have the difficult conversations when you have a foundation of being safe and supportive with each other. Like sometimes those conversations, they were not pretty and we probably didn't act our best, obviously. But when you have that like foundation of safety, then you have the privilege and the luxury of being able to have those difficult conversations on top of that safety, like if that makes any sense for you. But it's a non-negotiable in any relationship that is worth your time and that you're committed and dedicated to, you need to be able to have difficult conversations. So we would come together and they were ugly and they were messy and <laughs> And But ultimately, we were able to shift some things. He was able to kind of catch up, and then I was able to recognize where I might have been, you know, too harsh or where I was projecting onto him versus looking internally what needed to be shifted within me. Um, so difficult conversations are a must. They have been a huge part of our success. And so 
I challenge you, if there is something going on right now that you know a difficult conversation can solve, take a deep breath, get the courage and go. Go do it. If this relationship is worth something to you, have that conversation. Uh, I'm gonna, I just remembered another one. So you guys, you're getting a bonus. Um, I can't believe I didn't remember this. This is like the foundation of a successful relationship. Um, I'll throw it in at, at the end. So you got to listen to the end. I was never into those little like tricks. I just like to be real, but I'll throw it in at the end because I've got my other one. So we're on number four, right? And this, <laughs> this has to do with me personally. And you guys, if you're in my community, if you're in my content, you know, like, you know how I am. The fourth one is excitement. I am never boring because of the way that I am, this drive, this ambitious, this excitement, this curiosity, like every day is different for me. And I've got some patterning and like the the way that I am, but at the same time, like I keep my relationships so fun and so exciting, not because I try, it's just who I am. I... I'm so curious about the world and getting into things and I'll say new things and I'm trying, I'm always trying new things. You guys always, what have I done recently? I just did something. I did ayahuasca a few months ago to try that. I, I just do wild. Fuck. I did something really cool recently, but I'm always, always trying new things. Okay. So that keeps my marriage interesting, interesting. Cause my husband kind of like he knows me and he never quite knows what he's going to get, right? The, the basis of me is the same, but the, there's this element of surprise and fun and excitement. And so I naturally have that. And I think that that helps our relationship thrive because he's like the sturdy one, right? The sturdy rock. And I'm like this point of excitement and movement and fun and like, spontaneity and uncertainty and all that, right? So like there's this element of surprise and fun that I think really helps our relationship thrive. So if you don't have that in your marriage, I would recommend it. Have an element, right? Because if you hear about, I can't even finish the sentence, you guys. Have an element of surprise and fun. Create it if you don't naturally have it. But you hear about these marriages where it's like, especially if you have children, it's like the same stuff day in and day out. And then people think they fall out of love and they're just bored, right? They're bored. Every day looks the same and humans are meant to grow and evolve. That's our natural state of being. So if you aren't in an environment where that's being supportive and if you don't have the natural inclination like me, like I am never bored, never because I, there's so many things that excite me and bring out curiosity. Like I can create anything anywhere. I'll talk to anyone. I'll ask any questions. I'll play in the dirt. I'll cr- like it never bored. So I naturally have this gift, but these couples that, that break up or they just get stuck in that like monotony, same day, same, right? Same schedule. And it just, you want to blow your brains out because it's so like mind numbing, soul sucking And then the partners will blame each other and then that'll end in a divorce, right? And then they'll probably recreate the same situation with another person if they don't do the inner work. So add an element of surprise if you don't naturally have that already in there. Number five, you guys, is sex. And this is what, for me, what separates your partner being your best friend and your partner being your lover, your husband, your mate, your partner, right? 
there was a time, a period in our 20 years where it was like, it very much felt like uh, we were in a roommate situation. And I was like, this isn't a marriage. We're roommates, right? We sleep in the same bed, but it's like, what makes us a couple is sex, is the intimate part, right? Is the foreplay, is that intimate piece, the things that you're not doing with other people that you're just doing, depending on your relationship preferences and all that, right? We're just talking about monogamy in general. These are the things that you save for that one person that you're with, okay? If you're not doing those things that you've saved for that one person, you're just friends. You're just really good friends, best friends, roommates, however you put it. Like that's the element. And remember guys, this is just simply my perspective, my marriage. That's the element that makes you guys a couple. You're fucking lovers. Like, right, if that's not there, if if that intimacy aspect is not present, then you guys are in a different class. You're not going to be connected in that way that is like set up for you guys to be connected in that way that separates you from just being right acquaintances or friends. So sex is a huge component, whatever that looks like, right? Whatever, whatever you do in the intimacy and the privacy of your own bedroom, like that's the element that has to be there and it has to be there regularly. If you have not checked out, um, it's a couple podcast episodes, but I talk about how like basically I revolutionized my sex life coming into my forties. It was like, okay, this is a non-negotiable. We need to step it up because, because we need to, this is a need, not even like a, Hey, I mean, this is a need. So if you guys are interested, you can check that episode out now. The last one, and I thought safety and support was super important, and it is, but this one, the one that I I can't even believe I missed because it's like the base of any good relationship. This is just not even with marriage. This is with any relationship, but it's personal responsibility. Personal responsibility. My husband and I spent years projecting and blaming each other for our doubts, for our insecurities, for our feelings, for our judgments. I mean, you name it. And when you have that, talk about a dysfunctional relationship. So as soon as you can get your head out of your ass and take responsibility for your thoughts, for your emotions, for your choices, for your feelings, your relationship gets a whole lot better, a whole lot better because you stop projecting all of your bullshit onto them and then they're free to be themselves. And what the beautiful part is when you start doing that, it's most likely that your partner will mirror that same behavior because you're not projecting onto them. They're going to follow suit and not project onto you because it's a mirror. So without you even like doing any work with them, just you taking responsibility for yourself, that is, if I had to pick one, I can't. All of these are super important, but I want to stress the importance of personal responsibility. That has saved our marriage more than once. I can tell you that much because when you're projecting, it's so easy, right? I'm unhappy because you, I'm unhappy because you do this or this makes me so angry. You don't do this or, you know, whatever it is, like I'm unhappy because, and then point the finger. Well, that's not going to really help your relationship at all. And that goes back to right number three, having those difficult conversations. Like if you take personal responsibility for your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, if you own all that and you 
understand that you have a need or a desire, then you have that difficult conversation with them and you explain that exactly what I'm, I go over this in detail, you guys, in the, the sex episode a couple ones ago. So if this is something that you need additional help with, listen to that podcast episode. But that's the groundwork, right? I came from a place of personal power, not projecting anything onto my husband, but I was able to recognize, like I have this need that's not being met. And then I was, I was able, I chose to have that difficult conversation so I could share that information with my husband without putting him down, without destroying his manhood, without any of that, just expressing myself from a place of personal power and an environment of safety and support and love saying, this is what I need. You know, this is what I need from you, or if that's not going to work out, then we need to explore other options, you know? So it's, that's very different than like me blaming him, which I've done many, many times over the years. So the wisdom that I share in this episode, no matter where you are in your journey, I want you to understand this is accumulation of 20 years together. So if you're in the beginning of your relationship, or if you're just even desiring to be in a relationship, like my husband and I have been through so much. I mentioned some in the beginning of the episode and so much that I'm not sharing here, you guys. So it's like this, this wisdom, this value that I've packaged in this 25 minutes together is an accumulation of 20 years together. So if you think you're just going to get it right on the first try, I mean, you're silly. That's just not how it works. And that's not how wisdom is gained. Wisdom is received through experience. And often that experience is things we didn't want to happen. <laughs> we integrate into wisdom, right? Or that's how I choose to, to look at it, right? To extract the learnings and how can I be wiser from these past experiences? So I know that this helped you because fuck, this will help anyone. These are great foundational tools to have healthy, happy relationships. And if it's something that you haven't mastered yet, just allow me to plant these seeds in your mind and then grow them over time. Work each day and taking more personal responsibility for yourself, not taking on your partner's stuff. Oh gosh, healthy boundaries is, is really important too. But that comes as a natural byproduct when you take personal responsibility for yourself. You'll recognize very easily what is yours and what is someone else's. So it just, it naturally happens from you taking responsibility. But these elements, right? Providing a space of safety and support for your your partner. Always be growing. Not in the same ways, right? If that's not how it looks, but at least parallel growth journeys together. Have difficult conversations when needed. Have some excitement, some thrill, some element of surprise. Have sex, fuck each other. Like you need that, right? And then to be taking that personal responsibility. You just want to do that as a basic human and just for your own self. And then that will spread out into all your relationships. So this was an episode that kept coming up and in my own, right? My intuitive hits. And so I knew I had to make it because I know it's going to help so many people. I always encourage you guys. I'm on the social medias. I'm in the different places. Reach out. If you have a question, if you have feedback, if you um, want to work with me privately, I thought actually it's so interesting that it's, it makes total sense because I have a 20-year successful marriage. I am raising three incredible children, right? I lead a very powerful business of coaching and mentorship and hypnotherapy, which, you know, I'm a leader in this space. So 
a natural evolution of my business has been I have started kind of relationship coaching, which is neat because we're in relationship with everything all the time. I do a lot of money mindset coaching and I teach you're in relationship with money. So we're actually the basis of our whole human experience is relationships. So like I was saying, it makes total sense. But if you if that's something that you're desiring, if you're in a relationship or want to manifest a relationship and uh, that this episode really landed with you, my ideologies and my, my personal philosophies and my experience, reach out. I have uh, private hypnosis available. And then the other offering that I have is a six month private mentorship, which is us one-on-one. We meet weekly and we alternate between mentorship sessions, which is just us getting real together in that session. That following week, we have a hypnosis session. So we're going to integrate, we're going to change the mind programming to what you want. And then that just rotates. So mentorship, hypnosis, mentorship, hypnosis. And we do that for a total of 12 weeks and your life will change you'll be a completely different person at the end of 12 weeks. So it's, it's a game changer. It's not for the faint of heart. This is deep, real work. And this is for the people that are looking for real, it's an identity shift. You are changing who you are, but for the better. And in fact, you're becoming actually more of your real self, more of your authentic self, because what we're doing is getting rid of like the dirt and the muck and the heaviness and the density and so the more you that gets to come alive, the person that you desire to be, God, I'm getting into like a whole different episode. The person that you desire to be is your real self. That's why that you have this deep desire for that because it already exists. It's who you really are. It's just a letting go. It's a repatterning. It's um, a rewiring of the mind, the beliefs, deepening and integrating that. And then you beat them because they already exist within you. So that's the work that I do with my clients. I just... It was a long way of saying, this is real work, real work. And I am the perfect mentor if that excites you. If this real inner work excites you, then that's my jam. I will rock your world. It will be amazing. And you'll be a completely different person at the end of 12 weeks. Anywho, 30 minutes this podcast. I know it served you in the deepest of ways. So again, find me, reach out. I love you guys dearly. And I will see you next week.